New year, new booty. We're not. Oh, okay. Hold on. Watch this. See the squat? Whoa. It is about to get lit. That's a, that's a one, booty. one-legged squat. Your one cheek is popping. Popping, but the other one's flabby. Yeah, the other one's really not doing it. Is Have, that a is that a goal to get both cheeks or one cheeks? Uh, just the one, just okay. the right one. I can respect that. Which the right one happens to be the left one, if you know what I'm saying. Hey. Happy New Year to you. So I, someone texted on on New Year. Someone texted me and said Happy New Year. Do you want to know what I wrote back? Go for it. Happy birthday. God, I worry about you sometimes. I don't know what happened. Happy it birthday. It was such an unconscious like mistake, and it, I didn't know this person well, so they didn't. They don't know that I have humor in my blood. Isn't that yeah? That's the thing, right? When people don't know, and then you have to say like, "Hey, by the way, I do comedy." I no, I never. Comedy. I've never said, "By the way, I do comedy." Hey, hey, by you the way, you either know it or you don't, and a lot of people don't know that I do comedy. But there's a lot of funny people in the world, like right in like a workplace environment. You yeah, say. that like are funny, that yeah. don't do comedy, but that just are funny. Yeah, I think that's permissible. That, I'm funny uh, around certain people. And you're and really then, not funny around others. A hundred percent. That's rude. Well. Felt rude coming out of your mouth. I did the same thing. Do you have any rezos? I don't have any rezos. Any, any shuns? No, sh- no shuns here. Nothing? I don't have any shows. You don't want to make any changes. Not uh, re- I was thinking of your reservations, reservations from your video. videos. Yeah. Do I have uh, any rezos? Sure, but it's not for the new year. It's just for like... For life. Yeah, what for are life. they? Get taller, That's get wider, impossible. get leaner. Okay, this is all physical. Shallow, Hal. Hey. Hey. Have you talked to Hal lately? No, I haven't seen Hal. We have a friend named Hal, who he see. You always see him at at uh, pavilions. pavilions. <laughs> we always see each other at pavilions, and he's always wearing his UCLA medical sweater. And he wore a hat, and like he lives down the street, and so he'll always make the same joke of "This is my kitchen," because yeah. he's there every day. Yeah, and we both ride bikes to pavilions often. And one time we ran into each other on our bikes on the way. No way! Yeah, I was leaving pavilions, and he was going to pavilions, and we stopped. Hal, for reference, is my dad's dear friend. I've known him since I was one. I like him a lot. I feel like he and I could really get along if we needed to. Finally sat down and decided to spend time together. And make love. Uh Excuse me? I don't even... Are you tired? Swinging that way now? Is that your rezo? That's my rezo? My rezo is a swing with your your dad's friends. Okay. Well, we're going to have to change the dynamic of this relationship. What's your rezo's? I prefer monogamy with the person that I'm with. Well, you can have that. My rezo... Okay, I think I've been eating too much bacon and meat, so I got to cut it out. I just got to cut it out. I stopped eating bacon for five years, and what was it, a month ago? Yeah, yeah. A month and a half ago, I decided in a spur of the moment of, you know what? I can eat pork. And then I started eating bacon like nobody's business, and I feel like I look not good. No, I don't think that. I do. I think it's just too much bacon and too many hot dogs, too much steak in one body. Okay, hold on. I need to calm Let's down. Let's paint this picture. I think people are going to hear that and go, oh my God, she's having like four hot dogs a day and like 10 ba- bacon for lunch. And- That's what you heard. But what did you guys hear? Leave it in the notes. In the notes? <laughs> Why do you always put some like 
leave it in the comments the notes. even like few times a week might be too much all right well you know what i mean like i i think i just it's too much for me i don't feel like i look like the same man in okay no one's forcing you to have bacon i feel like you are <laughs> i feel like you don't know how hard it is to be me i also I wanted know. to cut down caffeine yeah we'll see how that goes addicted for three months i did cut it down to just one a day yeah it's not that big of a deal but lately i've been kind of getting it off till three a day yeah i know just I know. like since the year started i was like you know what i'm gonna do a third yeah. yikes the stressors not in your life you battle with a full coffee cup totally because there's been so many changes in my life you guys it's been quite a freaking week or two in man and land probably the most depressed i've been in years i don't like that word because i know that our unconscious mind will listen to it and then like make it your reality and i don't love labels because i love the possibility of like every day being different because if i keep saying i'm depressed my unconscious mind will make that happen so i'm going to start now saying i was feeling depression in the past now moving forward I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling better now. Nice. You would think that a person who's trained in neurolinguistic programming and hypnosis would know this already. Yeah, but we always have to relearn everything, you know? <gasps> That's That true. being said, I also want to learn guitar and French. So Those I are your resume. Not want. I am now learning guitar and French, and it feels so good. What days of the week do you work on it? Oh, that's usually um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. How long? An hour each day. Sorry, an hour each subject broken up into two parts. So 30 minutes, little break time, another 30 minutes, break time. Nice. Let's see. It's already starting to feel real. If you have something that you want to be doing, we have to state it in present tense as if it's already happening. And Which can make you feel kind of like a little bit of an imposter, but it's okay. It's okay for you to get over that hump of like, you know, maybe don't start with I'm the CEO of a Fortune 500 but company. But now that I said that, I feel like I want to go do it right now. Yeah. Because I said I am doing this and I do it this amount. Of, now I have like a strategy to go do those things. Whereas before it was just out there in the ether of I'm going to one day do this thing. Now it feels like, okay, I do it for an hour, Tuesdays, Thursdays, easy peasy. Now I feel like I have a schedule. Yeah. Thank you for asking those questions. You're welcome. The number one way to not succeed at something is to start tomorrow. There is no tomorrow because tomorrow will be, then tomorrow will be another tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you can't do it today, then tomorrow's going to be today. A wash. You have to keep saying, you have to do today. I have some questions for you. You do? Yep. All right. Manon. Yeah? Would you call yourself a people pleaser today? Uh, is this a trick question? No, no, I actually was curious if you would consider yourself because I, I think, um, I don't like that. I was a people pleaser for a very long time. Yes. Today, I really want to say I am no longer a people pleaser. Yeah. I'm a man in God pleaser. God I, pl- I please myself and I please God and okay. then others. <laughs> I please my baby. <laughs> All right. I please my honey boo. I please you in a bedroom, you know what I'm like? Mm. Dang, that question got real dirty real quick. Um, 
Why are you asking me this? Uh, it's not a trick question. I'm not trying to get you. This isn't gotcha interview. We're sometimes, sometimes in the past, I've people pleased. Yes, I've put other people's um, needs above my own, and I will say that a lot of people think being a people pleaser is some admirable trait. It's not. It's actually manipulative. Shit sucks. Because when you when a person, I'm not going to program you guys, when a person is a people pleaser, they are ignoring their own feelings and putting somebody else above them so that they are liked or to avoid conflict. I will say mine mostly came from wanting to avoid conflict because conflict made me uncomfortable because I have been a sensitive soul in my life. I also watched people around me do it. So I modeled that behavior and thought, oh, I guess this is what we do. We just put other people's needs above our own. But apparently it's manipulative and it's not very admirable and it doesn't make people trust you. So I'm working on it. Nice. <laughs> okay. I mean, just to reflect for me, I still find some of my people pleasing habits pop up. Um, and then some that don't and they excite me. And I've had feedback from friends when I, let's say I'm in a conversation or in a room with people talking and I just get up and go, you know what? I actually want to do something else in the other room and I leave. I've heard, I mean, not from everyone. This isn't always going to land. Like not everyone's going to be like, I love that you did that. But I did get feedback saying, I like that you really like did your own thing. And like, it's respectable. And I see that in other men. I've noticed if a man tells me or a woman tells me, hi, I actually want to do this instead. So I'm, I'm going to be doing that. I, I respect it. So yeah, try I think it out. it's great. And it, you think it's going to hurt people to stick up for yourself. That's just an old, pattern yeah you know what hurts more people pleasing saying oh yeah for sure like uh, uh, let's do that and then they do it and they trudge through it and they hate it and, and they then resent it resent it and yeah. then the whole time you're like you don't even like then you figure out you don't like they don't like this and then it's like what are we doing why are we do we're just doing this because yeah it's, save it's your kind? you save yourself time by taking care of yourself because when you take care of yourself you take care of others huh. and really checking in like something that i've had to learn is let's say somebody's asking me to do something instead of just immediately saying yes you're allowed to pause take a breath literally you can even add a buffer of like let me get back to you on that give me 24 hours and i'll get back to you and then you can actually sit with it and think and decide if it's for you and if it's not most likely you're able to just say that um that's not going to work for me after thinking about it um, I'm not available for that. And you don't actually have to give a reason either. I think for a long time, I think the way that we're raised maybe with our parents or family is everybody's so nosy in each other's business that we think we have to like give a reason and an excuse for why it's a no, because people guilt trip us by being like, well, why you got to do it? Uh, it's none of their business. No is a complete sentence. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to say I'm not available for that and thank you so much for the invitation. And if they are like, why? You just say it's private. You Dang. don't need to actually give them any reason why. I just flashed back to when I was a trainer at UFC gym and there was like, you have to prospect and find clients as a trainer. And I remember I was there and I'd spend four hours there like learning and making workout plans and trying to you know find new clients. And then I'd want to go home. And then some of my coworkers that had been there for a long time are like, they would guilt trip me. And they were, it was a woman too. She was like, why are you going home? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, 
oh, I have to think of a good excuse to go home. I have to think of like a good reason that makes her go, oh, okay, I understand. So I had to like, I found myself kind of white lying about like, I, I should go back. I got to, um, a lot of have people do, do that. And then it, that makes you not trust yourself. It made me so upset. I felt so shitty. I felt, rather I than felt just so bre- dumb. Yeah. Rather than just breathing through it and going, oh, like getting curious of why it's important for her. Cause she probably had feelings for you. What? Or wanted to like spend time with you. If she's guilt tripping you, usually like that people oh. are like, why can't you do it? It's like, cause they want to spend time with you or they don't want to be alone or they're not sticking up for themselves or not taking care of themselves. Maybe she had a romantic crush on you. I don't know who wouldn't. No, I think she had a, I think she had a, a full work schedule and it was fun for me to be around. I was the, I was the new fun guy and I was just like, I was the joker and I, I was, uh, but that fun will la- fade if you don't take care of yourself. You know? Yeah. For me, it does. I remember that was a... I'm not very fun to be around when I'm resentful. Yeah, that's true, I don't think. Hey. Oh. That hurt me. Oh. (laughs) You're lovable always, even in the grumpers. All right. How do you deal with your moods? Mm, How do I... Fight through them? Do you isolate yourself? Do you adjust to your surroundings? If you're in like a good mood, a bad mood, a medium Mm. mood, ecstatic mood? I would say it depends. If I'm in a happy mood, that's very easy. I've accepted that. If I'm sad, I would say that I fight through it or I share with people. If I'm angry, I think I isolate. Mm. If I'm anger is something I'm still getting used to, to be like, it is just a part. It just comes up. I've made it kind of wrong to have anger. I've accepted sadness, joy peace, love, all that good stuff, but the anger, I'm really like trying to get okay with it when it comes up. I see. I see. So I'd say I fight through it. That's the answer. Okay. If I had to pick one of those th- that you listed. I guess I'd pick I adjust because I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing, I think. I mean, yeah, if there's like a party, I'm not going to just stay angry. I'm going to be like, oh, I'll deal with this later. Yeah. All right. Well, but then I I do feel like if I'm sad, people pick up on it. Like they're like, "What's wrong?" And sometimes they'll say that to me, and nothing's even wrong. <laughs> this is like I remember working. This was ten years ago, but I think I'm in a more uh, joyful place now. But I remember working at Daily Grill, packing food, and people would come up and be like, "What's wrong?" And I'd be like, "Nothing." And I don't think I realized how sad I looked. But I think at the time I was really deeply de- sad. And so I was sad and they were picking up on it and I didn't want to look at it. And so I was just like, nothing's wrong. But that was just like my normal state. What's wrong with you right now? You look sad. Hey, nothing's wrong. I'm happy. Nice. Checking your people pleasing. Someone a week ago um, went to give me a hug and I didn't say anything. I just hugged them. And he said, way to give me the creepiest look ever. And I just, instead of fighting it and getting offended, I really wanted to be like, shut up. I don't know you, dude. Like, like you don't need to, you know, but I, instead I just breathed through it and I was like, I just kind of like smiled. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Wasn't my intention to give you a creepy look. I didn't know I looked, this is just my face. (laughs) You know what? I've, I've, I've run across people like that where, especially, don't put it on me. It's usually a guy that 
has a hard time in certain situations so they put like a really awkward joke stamp on something like mm-hmm. way to exactly that way to put a creepy and then it's like someone they don't know that well yeah and then it he might was, be because he was uncomfortable yeah. yes exactly and then it ends up being like everyone that's around it's like what the fuck was that dude why did you even say that and then it's, it's on, like putting it's it on, on me. you it's on you yeah to own yourself and then it makes it puts it right back in his corner and he has to like deal with like why did i say that yeah why did you say that dude I've seen that happen. It's I didn't funny. know. Like, it, I, I'm sure he sat down and was like, why did I say that? Because I could have been like, oh my God, I'm not creepy. Like, uh, but I'm not going to do that because I'm not trying to flirt with this guy and I'm not uncomfortable with like, I literally was like, this is just my face. I think it's his discomfort and him trying to shift your state to match and yes. make it easier for him. Like, okay, they're too solid maybe or they're too uh, focused or they're too... They're too like looking straight at me with the comfort. Why are they so comfortable? Let me shift the state. And I think if I liked this person, I might play with it to shift my state. But I wasn't. I wasn't in that play. I was uh, like, I don't care about this guy. Yeah. To, enough to shift my state and make him comfortable with his comment. This whole story is about me hugging her. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, sweetheart. You're, they're I probably like, why are random strange guys hugging you? I'm thinking the same thing. I'm in a support group. And you support with hugs? Sometimes, yeah, of course. We'll support from I a distance. I hug a lot of people every day. Okay. I'm hugging people all day. Okay, give me their names. <clears throat> Write it down. I will after this. Perfect, thank you. All right, I have a question for you. A fun little question to, to spice the potty up. Potty. We're doing a potty today. All right, would you rather go on a dinner date, which ends in a big kiss? All these dates have to end in a kiss. You decide how they go, kind of, but a kiss will happen. I'm going to give you a list of people. You choose one or the other. First options, Daniel Craig or Jack Black. It has to end in a kiss. has to end in a kiss. You get a date. You get to have fun. You know, you get to choose how the date goes. It could be funny, but you're at a a romantic setting. I think Daniel Craig. I love Jack Black. Can I explain why? Sure. Quick explanation. I love Jack Black. I have so much humor in my life. You're just over it. I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, I get, I get that things are funny, but I, that's a, like, I feel like Daniel Craig would be mysterious and seductive, and I don't have it much of that. And anywhere. he was James Bond. Yeah, it's like Come that's on. like that just feels really like fun. Him in a tux? Come on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Idris Elba or Dwayne Johnson? <sighs> Ooh. You know what, Dwayne? Dwayne. Yeah, that came out of nowhere, but Dwayne. Wow. Because okay. he's like a combo. And it's The Rock. Like, I, I would love to just see what that... Like, that would be fun to be like, I kissed The Rock? We had, like, a date? How weird. Okay. But Idris is like... I feel like he's the obvious choice. Do you know what I mean? He is smoldering handsome. Yeah. He feels like the obvious choice. But The Rock's I, not ugly. He's no, very of course not. Also. But, but he's, he's, he's also got personality. He's like a, he's like a and mountain. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I don't know why I'm picking The Rock, but I am. But Idris has an accent. <sighs> yeah, but I just went on a date with Daniel Craig. So I think I'm like filled. Hold on. <laughs> a, this, isn't, this isn't speed dating. This is. I just had the best night with Daniel Craig. I'm not in a place to okay, need another this accent. Is, this is starting to worry me. I shouldn't have done this. All right. Clint Eastwood. No. There's no. Hey, it's my time to shine. Clint Eastwood or Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. Easy. Why? Clint Eastwood's only 93. Yeah, exactly. Do you no, know how, I've ne- even Clint Eastwood? Um, even like no. Harrison Ford's like seventy-eight. He's hot. He's always gonna be hot to me. 
He's, it's chill. Harrison Ford. He's gorgeous. All right, take a breath. Have you seen The Fugitive? Put your shirt back on. Sorry. Okay. Cameron Diaz or Natalie Portman? Cameron Diaz. Fine. She's fun. I mean, Natalie's so precious, but I feel like Cameron and I would like paint the town red and like skip around and and kiss. Kissing her would be great too. Tell me about the kiss. Really paint the picture for me. We'd be at, I think at this point, I think the kiss would happen like right at the end of the night mm-hmm. in like a bar mm-hmm. and we were just like laughing mm-hmm. and then we catch each other's eyes. Wow. And then she like looks down at my lips and then grabs my face and starts kissing me. This is working for me. This is good. And I'm like, okay. God, this is the best podcast. And then we break apart and just start laughing and laughing and then do it again. Oh. Whereas Natalie, I feel like I'd be like, I feel like Cameron Diaz and I are both a healthy mix of masculine feminine, like Mm. very even to where I feel like with Cameron, I could be the feminine energy and then reverse it. Where with Natalie, I feel like I'd be in my full masculine the entire time. Hmm. I don't know why. Interesting. Because I feel like she's so small. She does seem small. And she's so delicate. I think she is. All right, we only have a few more. But I'd be like, I got you. (coughs) Come here. Come here, girl. All right, this is a good one. I like this one a lot. Um, Halle Berry. (laughs) I'll choose her. No, wait. Why are you laughing? Halle Berry or Tommy Lee Jones? I don't know, dude. That one's a split in the middle. He's He's got such a good voice. Halle Berry. Fine. Easy. Choosing a lot of girls. Okay. Sandra, answer- Bu- Sandra Bullock or Samuel Sandra, L. Jackson? Sandra Bullock. Nice. God, am I gay? I don't know, but I just I just wanted to... I think I'm bi. I wanted to get both of I us think I'm to realizing envision you kissing women. That was my goal of this. Well, a mission accomplished. I just picked girls. Like, these are all hot, powerful... You know what? One day. One day and I'll be there with the camera. One day I'm gonna... <laughs> Alright, now out of all of them, who would you marry and who would you kill if you had to choose? Oh, man. You gotta kill one. All of those people? Yeah, you get to choose one that you marry and then one you kill. Daniel Craig, Jack Black, Idris Elba, Dwayne Johnson, Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Cameron Diaz, Natalie Portman, Halle Berry, Tommy Lee Jones, Sandra Bullock, Samuel L. Jackson. I marry Sandra Bullock. That's cute. And I kill Clint. Cl- he's already on his way out. You know, actually, that's a very logical answer. Thank Sorry, you. Clint. Who would you champ. kiss between Harrison Ford and Clint? And date? Th- just between them two? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd date Harrison because I think he's got some longevity. And I'd Clint, I'd, I'd Clint kiss. You can't. You said your part of the game was that you date them and kiss them at the end. You don't pick and choose. Otherwise, I would have been on the date with... Jack are, you, are you asking me with every person? Yeah, go. All right, here's my speed, speed round. round. Uh, Jack Black, because kissing Gander Craig sounds too intense. I think I'd laugh with Jack Black and we could laugh off a kiss. You don't need to explain it. I, well, I get to explain I'm it. I'm kidding. You're too, yeah. Um, Dwayne Johnson and I... I just don't want to be... Whatever. What? Go ahead. I don't have the same fantasy of imagining you kiss kissing jack black it doesn't do anything for me i don't want it to do anything for me either that's it makes why me I, giggle okay okay uh Elba because the accent why not clint eastwood because he's a legend they both are but you know i've never kissed anyone that's 93 so might as well start somewhere never <laughs> <laughs> the way you just looked at me with like actual surprise of never you haven't that's weird Man, Cameron oh. Diaz and Natalie Portman, I have crushes on both of them. 
I've always had a crush. Oh, damn, that's a tough one. I hope you guys are thinking about who you'd date. Cameron Diaz. <clears throat> I'll do Cameron Diaz. Man, that's tough, though, because I think she would be so funny. Uh, Halle Berry. I mean, of course, Halle Berry and Sandra Bullock. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to kiss Tommy Lee Jones and Samuel Jackson. Although, you know, strong masculine figures. What is the next question? That was it. If uh, that was all the What questions. made you want to ask these to me? You know what my actual goal was? What? My actual goal was to envision you kissing some... That's it? Yeah, women. What are you, a frat boy in 19... Frat boy? Frat boy in, in 1999? You think frat boys only in 1999 thought yeah, about women kissing? Yeah, that's when it stopped. In 2000, that whole brigade okay. of... Brigade of, of women kissing, women each kissing other boy lovers. ...really left the scene. No, it didn't. Well, I had fun with this pod. It's over? It's over. Aww, it's over. We're in the elevator. We're done, okay? This is done. I'm so sorry for what I did. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Make thanks sure for listening to you that game. give us five stars. They, I, I wish they gave six. Oh, give seven. Give seven. And think about who you'd kiss, obviously. And envision it. Feel and, it. And enjoy put, it. Put, put me in the mix. <laughs> okay. Well, that's... Uh, please. Yeah, think. put Johnny in the mix. He needs some ethereal, imaginative kissing. Damn straight. We love you. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>